and on fire with a love for Jesus Christ and his church. So they can raise up a new generation of men in the faith with an even stronger faith and fire, which our marriages and families and parishes and society desperately need. Men and women, what do you want? What do you want for your marriages and for your families today? And what do you want for your children and their children, your grandchildren, tomorrow? What do you want? Here's some stark statistics about our current situation. Many men today do not believe that their Catholic faith is unique and essential for a happy life. For instance, only 34% of Catholic men strongly agree that Catholicism is among the most important part of their lives. While only 26% of Catholic men consider themselves to be practicing Catholics. What about going to Mass, praying, and being involved in parish life? 29% of men believe that weekly Mass attendance is very important. While 48% agree that Mass is boring, and 55% agree that they don't get anything out of Mass. 37% of Catholic men strongly agree that daily prayer is important and only 33% of Catholic men pray on a daily basis, while a whopping 83% of Catholic men rarely or never participate in a parish activity outside of Mass. How is Christianity going to continue with that statistic? What about passing on the faith to their children? Men are more influential in the conversion of their families than women are. I don't understand what, why that is. And I wonder if there's research that tells why that is. But there is research that tells there, that is. Research shows that a woman, when she converts to Christianity, 17% of the time, the whole family converts. When a man converts, 93% of the time, the whole family converts. Another study shows that when a mother practices her faith, 23% of the time, her children will practice their faith into and through adulthood. 23%. When a father practices his faith, 83% of the time, his children will practice their faith into adulthood and through adulthood. Still another study shows that given the trends over the past few generations, a, do a downward spiral... It is likely that less than 10% of today's children will practice their faith into adulthood. However, when both parents are strong in practicing their faith, meaning they don't just go to Mass, they're also involved in Bible studies, discipleship groups, prayer groups, something like that, more than 80% of their children will practice their faith into and through adulthood. So husbands and wives, fathers, and mothers, and future parents, what do you want? What do you want for your marriages 
and your families, your children and your grandchildren. Men, what kind of man will you choose to be? A man in this world with its current statistics and your family included in that? Or that man is you? A man of God created in the image and likeness of God and living out his likeness from day to day with the help of other men pursuing God together and enjoying the fruits of your labor. Strong in your faith, marriages and families, and seeing your children grow up equally strong and happy with a clear identity and mission. What do you want? That man is you. Our new men's discipleship group can offer you a whole host of skills and tools, truth and wisdom, friendship and support, and in a community of men who are pursuing what you are pursuing. Here's just a few attributes that you will experience develop within you. Number one, as a man, you will grow in humility, and God will exalt you. Humility, though, seems to be a four-letter word today in the male vocabulary, just like being meek. Meek and humble, which are pretty much synonymous, are not qualities that are desired by men today in our secular culture. However, in today's gospel reading from Luke 14, Jesus says, For everyone who exalts himself, he will be humble, but the one who humbles himself will be exalted. Meaning, if you're humble, you will recognize more your need for God and allow him to lead you, shape and form you. And then God will use you to do the things in your life and relationships that you want the most. God will lift you up to accomplish what you cannot do by yourself. Follow this. In biblical times... Most domestic horses were used for things like travel and pulling wagons and carts and plows. But wild stallions were brought down from the mountains or from the plains and broken for riding. They were the race horses and they were the ones who were trained for warfare. They retained their fierce spirit, courage and power, but they were disciplined to respond to the slightest nudge or pressure of the rider's leg. They could gallop into battle at 35 miles per hour and come to a sliding stop at a word. They were not frightened by arrows, spears, and torches. Then they were said to have been meek. This is what meek means in the Bible. Imagine that man you could become and what you could do in your lives and the lives of other people your wives and children and grandchildren other men fellow prisoners strangers if you humbled yourself before the lord and allowed yourself to be meet but to humble yourself before the lord means that you have to say i need more of the lord in my life are you able to say that do you even know that are you able to trust that you need that more? Number two, 
As a man, you will commit to sacrifice all else in the shadow of discipleship. Jesus says, again in Luke 14, this time in verse 26, he says, If anyone comes to me and does not hate his own father and mother and wife and children and brothers and sisters, yes, even his own life, he cannot be my disciple. Translated, he will not be his disciple. It's not a matter of just cannot, he will not be his disciple. Said another way, a real man of God puts God first. Once he puts God first, he finds all other relationships so much more fulfilling and satisfying. They're healthier and happier, and he's better able to serve, care for, and protect his girlfriend or wife, children, brothers in Christ, and the community of believers. Number three. As a man, you will commit to spiritual discipline. In Mark 1.35, we hear... Rising very early in the morning, while it was still dark, Jesus departed and went out to a desolate place, and there he prayed. Becoming that man, the man who puts God first and is in fellowship with other men, you will become more like Christ. And you will find yourself praying like him, taking on the discipline of prayer. Prayer will change your life. And Christ will be able to use you to change the lives of other people, especially the ones you love the most, let alone other people that he will place in your path. Number four. As a man, you will commit to abide in the word of truth. In John 8, 31 through 32, Jesus said to the Jews who had believed him, If you abide in my word, you are truly my disciples. And you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. Becoming that man, you will be more inspired to read the word of God as you come to know your faith and know the person of Jesus Christ in the scriptures. God will begin to set you free from all that changes you. The stuff that you know that changes that's chaining you, and the stuff you are clueless that is chaining you. From all that enslaves you, and from all that is holding you back from becoming that man, that God knows that you can become, and you want to become, or you haven't even imagined possible that you could become. Number five. As a man, you will commit to carrying out God's mission. In Matthew 28, 19 through 20, Jesus commands, Go, therefore, and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. And behold, I am with you always to the end of the ages. Our parish mission is Jesus' mission. Make disciples and make disciple makers. We've completely changed the entire landscape of our parish to get back to the mission of Jesus Christ. By joining a movement of men in a common mission to become that man, you will be given the greatest mission that any man can be given. 
to follow Christ as his disciple. And to help the people you say that you would die for. Your bride and your children and your grandchildren. To help the people you would die for to become disciples. And who then will never die an eternal death, separation from the Father forever, because they follow Christ because of you. Because you follow him. And they follow you. And number six, as a man, you will commit to a brotherhood and to community. From Hebrews 10, 24 through 25, Paul reminds us to stir up one another to love and good works, not neglecting to meet together as is the habit, but encouraging one another. And all the more as you see the day drawing near. St. Paul points out that one, the one thing that is absolutely necessary for any community of believers is that the men of the community be brothers who gather together regularly as is the habit and encourage each other, stirring up each other to do the good works God has called us to do in our families and in our parishes. But we can't do without becoming that man. That man is you. What kind of man are you currently? What kind of man do you want to become? Are you a man of this world or a man of God? What kind of impact do you want to make upon the lives of others? Especially your loved ones. What kind of legacy do you want to live and leave for your family? Material ones that won't last or an eternal one that will last forever? How do you want to contribute to the mission of Jesus Christ in this world, in this parish, in your home? That man is you. It starts September 28th. It meets on Saturday mornings early, before the sports and all that other stuff starts. Right? Register at the back of the church today, or you can register online. You can also, we'll also send you a flock note email that has a link to register, and we'll send you that this week. Or you can do it right now. Right here. Take out your phone, men. Go ahead. Take out your phones. Yeah. Even if you're going to pretend, humor me. Right? Take out your phones. Take out your phones and go to your text app. In the space where you type in a number or a contact, and you see it up on the wall here, you type in 84576. 84576. And in the space where you type in a message, you can type in, you see it up here on the wall, SFDS men. FSDS men. And then go ahead and click it. And within a few seconds, you'll get a confirmation text. Now, if you've already registered for flock notes, you can skip the first link within that text 
It's a smaller link. And go to the longer link at the bottom of the text. It will lead you to a page that will allow you to register for That Man Is You. Go ahead and do it now. And if you don't have an, your phone here right now or you don't have an internet connection, that's fine. Again, we're going to be in the back. We'll register for you. There's stuff in, in the bulletin. We're going to give you a takeaway. We're going to send you a flock note this um, uh, Thursday, or you can go directly to our parish website. Join that man as you and become that man. That God knows that you can become, and you can become with the help of a community of brothers on mission together.